Welcome everybody to the Offstump podcast. This is Dhanush Lavanya here and welcoming you all to a very informative educational discussion once again as my Spotlight on Sports Professionals initiative continues its journey. We had a sports nutritionist, we had sports operations manager. We are now we are going to be having a sports tech individual who is going to be a part of this. Uh, welcome Madan Rajgopal. He is the founder and CEO of uh, Ludimus AI. And it is a software technology which basically helps uh, cricketers out there become better batters. It tracks their uh, performances and makes them, helps them get their weaknesses and find out their issues so that uh, they can work on their weaknesses and become better cricketers. And everything uh, which is related to tracking the performance of the athletes is done by an AI software. And to know all this, I have Madan out here. And uh, Madan, welcome to the conversation and uh, how are you doing and uh, how's the weather out there in Netherlands at first place? Is it raining like how it's the how the whole Europe is right now? Yeah, well, Danish, uh, extremely happy to be here and share what we do at Lodimus. Um, it's been a crappy weather for the last uh, two weeks. We had some great few weeks, maybe a month of May and June was amazing with temperatures going up to 30, but now it's back down to 20 and just raining throughout a couple of weeks. So um, I would say typical Dutch weather and we are using everyday umbrellas and raincoats are out. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from that, just a typical grind that you do as a founder, right? So wake up, um, keep pushing, keep pushing on several things and, um, and, and do it day in, day out. Yes, they are great that uh, the weather is, I guess, pretty much under control and you have kind of got adjusted into that uh, atmosphere over the years being in the Netherlands. And yes, uh, let us jump into the conversation. And in this sports initiative that I have taken, uh, where I put the spotlights on sports professionals out there, the very first thing I want to ask and I always ask is the work life of these individuals. And you being a sports tech uh, individual by yourself, running this Ludimus uh, AI software, how is your daily routine and uh, how do the listeners uh, can get an idea about it, how they can visualize in simple terms? Yeah, I think um, work-life balance, um, it's a bit difficult if you're being a founder. Again, it's it's something that subjective and it depends on which field domain and the kind of type of work you do, the type of team you've got, the type of funding that you have and the runway you have. So this all has an influence on how your work-life balance is going to be. But I think one key thing as a founder is that uh, if I compare my work or maybe my my life before being the founder of Ludimus, right, I could switch on and off when I want to work and when when I have my personal time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think being a founder anymore could have that boundary. I mean, it would take you a lot of practice to do it, but you can't turn off your mind. You can't you can't stop thinking about what can you do for another client? What can you do on the product? Who can you hire? How can you raise more money, right? So there's always constant thoughts in your head and uh, and being, let's say, um, the, the founder of a company, you are myself, I'm just interacting with loads of individuals who are either a potential clients, Yep. investors, marketing agencies, mm-hmm. and everyone has their own thoughts and ideas, which yes. when they kind of share with you, then you have your own thoughts and ideas forming from that, right? You get inspired by the other conversation. So, yes. so I think that's a very, um, very exhaustive. It's, mm-hmm. It is pleasant. It's, uh, uh, let's say, a satisfied process. 
but at point you will be exhausted with a lot of ideas you have and if you can't work on it kind of drag you into another path so so like i said um work life balance uh, for me um it's extremely uh, good um of course my wife is also uh, one of the team members of ludimus so for us it's like this is what it is so we discuss ludimus um day in day out whatever that we do um and she's supporting us um in in several ways uh, both professionally for ludimus but also personally so i think it's kind of a sharing the load the burden and pushing it on is what we are doing and we are enjoying it so far yes great that uh, with uh, your better half being a part of this i guess in the breakfast table or during the lunch dinner i guess this is a major part of the daily conversation that is out there for between you you people out there for sure and uh, yeah. it's moving into the discussion and uh, talking into the world of sports tech the listeners out there know that the wearable technology has come into place it is making uh, uh, the coach's job the nutritionist the dietitians the physio's job better so that they can uh, identify potential injuries way before itself and in a similar way now we can find the devices being introduced where you can uh, make sure that the batsmen or the if you take cricket in general that ludimus is working on we can find a batter's weakness and uh, bowler's strengths weaknesses by, by utilizing these technologies how is the whole sports tech uh, related to cricket that you are working on is uh, when it comes to the foundation and how is the competition in that field yeah so um the entire sports tech market is is growing it's booming it's expected to be you know uh, close to 40 50 maybe if you into the wearables even 120 billion dollar market in the next 7 to 8 years mm-hmm. um if you look at cricket we are still lagging behind so at the highest levels technology has played a crucial role in in, in let's say the implementation of drs the hotspots uh sneakers and also how it's being used to train um and and strategies for the games mm-hmm. uh however that has not caught up below the ranks of you know first class amateur and let's say upcoming players right because mm-hmm. what is the point of having technology or to even get access to such good technology if you have to make it through the through the millions of players that are there and only if you become the best 11 or the best 20 if you get access that that's no use of technology right so you already did all the hard works and uh, and 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 that's where we see a huge opportunity cricket is very nascent in that sense um i mean baseball boomed with data now basketball is booming with data tennis so all these western sports i may call it so they are extremely booming that's also because that market is willing to pay let's say you know 10 dollars or 20 dollars a month to have a technology that would give an edge to uh, themselves however yeah. when we talk about cricket right being india being the biggest market uh, the issue is always about adoption and the willingness to kind of you know um, use technology in the process i think that's where the challenge is um, there are several companies that are coming up right now um, the the bat sensor companies and this ball tracking apps ball sensing companies uh, you have few wearable companies that are also kind of acting in space i think they're all solving a great problem um and they're all valuable tools what i find the missing piece is that they are all looking at one small piece in a much larger puzzle right yeah. so coaching player development doesn't happen overnight it yeah. takes time it takes months and years mm-hmm. and uh, and 
And if you talk about months and years, if you collect all the data, that's a humongous amount of data. Even if a bat sensor giving 20 parameters per shot you play yeah. and a ball sensing app or ball tracking app giving you five, 10 points, mm -hmm. it's cool to use that for, let's say, a few days, maybe a few weeks. I call it the honeymoon phase of having a new app that you are extremely crazy about it. Yes. But then after three weeks, do you have this, this urge or the need to go back to the app and use it? Does it add more value than that? That's where we try to operate in. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is we want to combine the entire player development process into one structure. Okay. So when you think about, let's say, I want to have a schedule. You don't need an app. You just need Ludimus. When you think about drills, you don't need YouTube, but you have Ludimus. When you think about what did they do last week and, and what was the feedback from the note, coaching notes, it's there on your profile. Your scores are there in, in one space. Okay. So by digitizing the information in one aspect of one central space, it helps people to collaborate, especially coaches. If you have a club coach, an academy coach, or maybe a private coach, mm -hmm. if they're giving you three different inputs, that's not desirable. But if they all can collaborate on one aspect and see what the other has said to the player and complement that or critique that in a way that it's it's beneficial for the player, mm -hmm. then that's value, right? Then you're learning in a smart way, you're documenting your journey, and uh, you are basically tracking your progress with purpose. And uh, coaching is a very important part of the Ludimus app that you have uh, developed. And how are these coaches adopting into it? Because they had their own age-old formulas. They had their own textbook formulas throughout their uh, their careers and now post their careers as well. Now with AI software is coming up and uh, also assisting, how have they... Um, um, kind of uh, adjusted or adapted into this uh, software utilizing into their coaching manuals? Yeah. I think the adoption, like I said, I still um, compare the adoption between the, the the West and also in India because it differs a lot. Here, yes. when we deal with a lot of UK, uh, US and Australia-based clients, mm -hmm. they are it's an integral part of the coaching process. They okay. use data already. And here it's more or less about optimizing and increasing the efficiency of it. Whereas um, in India, it's still there's a lot of education that needs to be done in terms of what is that they can do with video and how is that they can actually use technology to their benefits. Of yeah. course, the volume is big. So there are definitely coaches who are already progressive and doing a lot of things. But if you look at the majority of the market for the entire, let's say, um, the cricket space to kind of move up, Mm -hmm. we need the adoption across the scales, right? We need to understand what is the standard that we are working towards. Mm -hmm. To give you an example, in baseball, if someone says like, you know, um, the, the spin coefficient, your spin effect, then the entire playing and the coaching community know what that means. And they use that metric to evaluate a certain quality of a pitcher. Yeah. And we don't have that in cricket, right? I mean, I can say bat speeds and exit velocities and that, but there's no standard nomenclature where you can compare one against the other and to figure out where you stand at. Mm -hmm. And I think until we get there, um, uh, you can't really look at data in a way that you want to look at. So I think democratizing the collection of data, making sure that you understand the key points and how it helps you to become a better coach and then having a standard um let's say measure of, you know, uh, uh, understanding or evaluating players, uh, you won't have that mass adoption. From our side, what we've seen is that coaches that are already using it, they're using Ludimus as an extremely um, 
assistive tool that boosts their productivity but also they see this as a validation tool as well so most yes. of most of the times when a coach looks through the naked eyes what you can you you see at 12 fps your eyes can see at 12 fps what's happening okay. whereas a, a mobile camera can shoot at 60 fps right so you get five times more data than what you see with your naked eyes and of course you can zoom in you can slow down you can do a whole bunch of things but where the biggest difference is a coach may have an opinion about what he's seeing but if that opinion is backed up by data then it becomes a fact right then then the players don't have any doubt about what the coach mm-hmm. is doing or not yeah. and this is especially helpful because the younger generation are tech savvy they understand technology and they use it in the everyday thing from learning from schools to whatever the thing that they like to do yeah. so they are challenging the coaches like hey you say this but i don't feel like it i don't see it how mm-hmm. how can you make sure that i'm doing this right mm-hmm. but when that's backed up with his evidence that you know you can't do this or you can do this then that really boosts the the confidence for the players and gives them the trust that okay we we are in the right way the right path and i am doing better than what i used to do yesterday right yes. so that confirmation that evaluation and making subjective opinion more factual than data driven is where the biggest value add that we have right now for academies and uh, players and that is the major difference i guess you can find with the western coaches where they are backing up with data but in india backing up with data is not so much uh, advanced and i guess it is growing over time out there and looking into the ludimus uh, market altogether you have been into this project i guess i guess 5 years if i am right 4 uh, 5 years for sure i guess pre pandemic only you started it and i have been following it uh, right since 2020 and i've seen the growth of the uh, of the organization through following you on uh, linkedin and how has it been for you to now that ai over uh, i guess i can say over the last 6 months to one year ai has taken this uh, center stage where the spotlight has been put on this with chat gpt and all other uh, daily uh, related uh, stuff related ai softwares are getting uh getting kind of spotlight i guess uh, ai in general artificial in, uh, intelligence in general is getting a big spotlight over the last 6 months and how has been that boost in ludimus uh, software uh, in the last one year if you say um i think i mean chat gpt and, and all this wave is happening right now but we we we're trying to push ai into coaching since 2019 and 2020 right so i think we are not surprised with how how it's how ai is taking a center stage i think it's more and more important for users to realize that this is the way to go this is the path forwards because yeah um i mean apple is coming up with their vision os and the vision glasses packed with so many cameras and so many sensors there are so many other types of markers and sensors that are being developed which gives more accurate data the phones yeah. are getting much and much more um powerful yes. and with more sensors so in the near future maybe in the future what i'm seeing is that there's going to be tons of data and and collecting data is not the biggest problem the biggest problem is how do you make sense of so much data points so that you you find the patterns and insights that you want to find yes and use that to your advantage of helping a place because in the end you can talk about any technology you can talk about even the most amazing thing Mm-hmm. but if it doesn't help them to improve their players to make it to the club level or to the state level or the national level then they're not doing a job right so for me technology is cool i like it but if it helps me if it doesn't help me to achieve what i'm set out to then it's a useless piece of technology for me yeah. and um, and and i think that's where the 
the line is so i don't think that ai will automate teaching that's can't, that can't happen you need an experienced coach to look at the information and to offer the right sort of guidance mm -hmm. but what ai could do is make the process much more structured efficient and extremely effective that when you go out and play a thousand balls in a given month mm -hmm. then the ai would be able to pick up some of the things that the coach have to look at you know in a in a in a in a quick way and help them to kind of nail down where they they can improve and how they can improve and then make the process much more efficient so it is going to expand businesses for coaches um it's going to give them space to coach more people in a short amount of time that they have okay. it's going to make the process a lot efficient and it's going to help them create impact that they they wish they could create right because now with tools like ludimers you don't have to think about player profiles you don't have to think yes. about video management you don't have to think about storing your information and sending out notifications through whatsapp so with all these administrative burden taken over by ludimers okay. all the coach can do right now is focus on coaching and creating that impact which can actually change the life of the players for the better better good right so that's where we are trying to uh, focus on yes uh, that is the key factor the ai and data can give tons of uh, tons of information but filtering out is the thing that needs to be worked on and over the time technology will make sure that uh, it will work and i guess the ai software is definitely working out in assisting coaches because here in india coaching is largely based on how they experiences but backing up with data is something that ludimus is uh, doing for those coaches and now that uh, let us go into the works that Ludimus has uh, done over the last five years, as you said, since 2019. I guess it, uh, their work with the grassroots system is the major focus of Ludimus, if I'm not wrong, especially in the European region that you are in currently in Netherlands, England in that region. And also along with that, uh, how Ludimus helped up uh, RCB get the uh, player in Avinash Singh, that if you can share that story, I guess it will be really, really informative and it will give even simpler understanding for the listeners. Uh, out there yeah definitely yes so um so everything in ludimus is powered by the core piece of technology right the ai bit that we have developed so uh what it does is it looks at videos uh, short videos or long videos and then it tries to understand what happens in the videos yeah. so we, we won't just call it ball tracking but it's more or less let's say it's it's a scene um detection engine so it detects what's happening it understands that so, for example, someone running in, we know that someone is running in, right? So it understands that then we get to, to certain integrities of, let's say, hey, something is of interest here. Have a look. Then you go into that, you find the four or five objects that you are really key in finding out. So, and then once you get that, then you track it. And then the outcome of that process is that you would have a trajectory, which is the ball trajectory. Yes. And uh and then end of the ball trajectory, if you have a batter, he plays a shot. And then we would also try to get a few KPIs on the batter themselves. Huh. And then yeah. in the future, we're also trying to expand that to wicket keeping and fielding and a whole bunch of other things. But for now, it's you identify the trajectory. At the end, you have a batter. You try to sense what he's doing or she's doing. And then at the start of the trajectory, you have a bowler. You try to do what they or you understand what they did uh, to deliver that particular ball. Okay. And the outcome is that you would get four or five parameters for ball we have speed line length deviation and you have a pitch map of all the balls that someone has bowled so 
So that is a technology that we have, and uh, it's the same technology that's used by Cricket Scotland to scout players uh, to, to also develop the players that they scouted, and the same technology that we used to uh, we used to with RCB to help them scout Avinash Singh and also Himanshu Sharma. So the process is quite simple. Um, what we do is like I mean we can do it in a few different ways, but in the case of RCB, it's an extremely simple process uh, that we give a registration page whereby. A participant in a given region can register themselves for the trial and on that particular day they would get them mm-hmm. and they would kind of verify that they are the person and once they're done with that they warm up um we give them a time to warm themselves up and then they get to bowl six balls and we have requirements on what they have to bowl and they just bowl six balls which will be captured through ludimus app and the ludimus camera okay. and then it gets to a platform where we do the uh, ai analysis and the outcome of that would be for those six balls, the line length, speed, um, deviation, and the pitch map. So um, that's to get one. It's it's not a big deal. But then we have done it for more than ten thousand profiles across thirty cities in a in a couple of years span. And then the easiest or the um, the value with it is letting the scouts to go through such a vast amount of data in a simple way, whereby they can look at players, shortlist them, favorite them, take them to the next step in the scouting process, and um, and once they understand who is good, mm-hmm. so they would filter out, let's say, um, a handful of players across this batch, and they would be invited to the next stage, which is a uh, in 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 present or live uh, trials. And there they'd be tested much more um, rigorously about their skill sets. And then after that, you would be evaluating on who you get picked, right? So so we had um more than a more than few uh let's say uh dozens of people that were scouted for the next step. And then upon physical evaluation, I think we got few good candidates, and Avinash Singh was one of the best that they found, and he's an exceptional talent and and one to look out for in the upcoming IPL seasons. Yes. So, so now that uh, I get an idea that Ludimus is based on coaching, it is largely helpful in scouting talents also. So looking into the future of uh, your Ludimus projects, I guess uh, these are the two sectors that you are definitely working on, especially here in India. And what are the future projects that is already lined up? Uh, that is something that you can share. Yeah, so um, so I think with this technology, as I said, um, player development and scouting has become uh, a key, let's say, products. Uh, in the future, we have, I think, three more um, interesting aspects that we want to venture into. So one is the uh, idea of gamified skill acquisition, which basically means is that, um, of course, cricket is about repetition. The more you repeat the same thing, the more it becomes a muscle memory. And instead of getting into technicals for, let's say, younger audiences, how can we turn that into a game or a sort of a challenge through which when they perform the challenge in a certain way, and if they win the challenge, they by default acquire the skill it needs to, uh, they need in order to excel in that particular um, area, right? So, so I think gamification with leaderboards and skill acquisition is a very key concept for us to explore. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would then lead us into unlocking the B2C side of the market, whereby, um, of course, when you have a coach, it's going to be amazing that you have someone to look into, but not every single one have the privilege of having a coach to look at them all the time, right? So for people who are in need of additional support, then they could get into this concept, like they can come to the app and tell, I would like to learn sweep shot, then we would give them... um, a program of what they have to do and that will be through the app they record the app and then we will tell them where they 
they do good, right? And then we would give them a plan on what is it they have to do. So that's kind of a, how do we game, we plan to gamify it. And uh, the next one would be about uh, match analysis. I think every team in the world should, and it deserves to have a performance analyst, but unfortunately they can't have one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want Ludimus to be their virtual performance analyst for the games that they play, which means we would look into match footages and try to understand what happened, uh, what did the person do and uh, how did he, he play or score and then use that to find insights, which the team can then use to learn their strategies for the upcoming games and to uh, to go on to challenge for uh, championships. Yes, uh, I guess uh, I've got all the information that I wanted out here when it comes to the way Ludimus works and how it has helped coaching and uh, scouting stuff. There are a lot of youngsters like mine who are in their early 20s and are really interested into this field of sports tech where they where they might they have introduced into they know the technology of those sensor bats sensor balls wearable tech but this uh, software basically is something that is really different and really niche when it comes to the ideology is concerned so what is the final uh, in a final message from your end how do you say uh, put out the information to these youngsters and how do you kind of wrap it up when it comes to the world of sports tech and how do you kind of advise them to take their approach forward so if you're really into the entrepreneurial spirit and if you like to kind of do something that has, uh, of course, if it's a passion, then you won't see it as a work. Uh, but what I would recommend is that if you want to take it up as a profession and as a startup, then I think um, you should really like, you know, jump into it, not bluntly, but with a measured approach, right? So sports technology is here to stay. And um, I mean, as long as we have human race, you will have sports as an integral part of it. Uh, If I talk about cricket specifically, there's no clear brand leader in the space, right? I mean, you can name a few brands, but nobody can claim that they are the go-to brand leaders in in cricket. So, um, and cricket being so big, there's enough opportunity for multiple parties to add value and still thrive in the same market. And and it is growing up with MLC kicking off last month and a new league popping up every other week in different parts of the world. There's going to be demand for more and more uh, unique players, players with talents to kind of play the leagues and to kind of increase the the, the quality of cricket that's being played. Yes. So in that sense, there is a need for a tech solution that can scale and that can add value. So if you're watching out there, if you have any ideas, um, I think there are a few steps that you have to do in order to make sure that that's actually valid and it's a path to pursue and um, kind of pretty basic before you start something up. So um, talk to a lot of users um, before you do anything, jumping straight into doing anything. Talk to your potential audiences, ask them the relevant questions and see if if they also resonate with the same thoughts as you. And uh, if that's the case, then offer them next things like if they have a solution, what would that look like? If they if they kind of explain the same things to you that you have in your mind, then I think there's an initial problem solution kind of fit. And once you're confident that there is a problem that my solution can solve it, which people are happy to pay for, that's when you even think about venturing into it. But then my advice would also also have a backup. So Indian startup ecosystem is booming right now with tons of investments um, uh, happening, investors waiting to invest in companies. So uh, before you invest your time or let's say money or having a team, it's always wise to reach out to some of these great 
um, you know, early stage funds to even validate the idea that, you know, what do they say about it? Yes. Is this a business potential, uh, you know, good enough? And by chance, if someone likes it, and if they also want to fund it from day one, then I think you have a solid, solid idea. That's your validation that it may work. If someone else puts money in your business from day one, that's the 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 the, the whole proof of it. Mm-hmm. And then you just continue to push day in day out to make it a success, right? So that's what I would say. Um, but sports itself, um, what I said is about venturing into a business. And from a personal point of view, I think we are moving more and more indoors right now. We are not playing enough sports like we used to do in the past. I mean, I remember days where I just play hide and seek up until 10, 12 in the night in the Indian in the streets in India. I enjoy those days, no phones, nothing. So so um I still let's say uh um, relish those kind of days, you know, where you you interact with people, you play with people. There's a lot of physical activity involved. Yeah. But recently, by looking at all the trends of health and obesity and everything, I think we are going down this path where we are pushing ourselves indoors and getting uh, more and more active using phones on social media and whatnot, which is, I think, inevitable. That's perfectly fine. But what we are trying to do is how can we use the same technology to persuade someone to go out and capture a video of them playing, let's say, uh, cricket, right? If they bowl six balls because of a challenge, then they went out, they warmed up, they played six balls or they bowled six balls. Mm -hmm. So it has a much more impactful um, value out there. I think that's something that's unique. And if you can do anything that would make people go out and walk and and do any kind of fitness um, or, or healthier lifestyle, I think that has a huge value. And I would urge you to kind of push it. Yeah. And uh, for people that are young that would like to start something but don't know where to start, I can also offer, let's say, my um, advice or assistance or mentorship, let's say, for uh, an hour a month, whereby if there's something unique and if you want me to kind of, you know, listen to it, give some feedback and to iterate on it, happy to do, happy to help you out and uh, share what I have learned so far in my career and also put you in touch with the right people if needed. So. Great, great initiative out there, uh, Madan, and I'm thank I'm thankful for this uh, opportunity that you gave me, and yes, uh, grateful for the conversation. I was really got I had an idea of how Ludimus is, but sitting down here for the last 25-30 minutes, I uh, gave an, got an idea of how coaching and uh, scouting has been extremely helped by the Ludimus software and also the sports tech field, which has a lot of opportunities. And like how uh, Madan said out there, if you have a unique idea. You just need to reach out to the right people. And he's also definitely there on LinkedIn. And you can just type in now Madan Rajagopar and he will be available out there for you to uh, help and try to connect with him and uh, get some valuable inputs as well because he's always available in some way or other fashion. If you have a good idea, he will uh, get back to you for sure. Thank you, Madan, for uh, this conversation. And I hope you had a good time as well. And this is the Offstrom Podcast. I'm Danush Lavanya signing off. Yeah. Thanks, Anish. Have a good day.